0: You're listening to the T20 Podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Domino's. The last of the first round of matches for the 10 teams in Bangalore have beaten Mumbai by 8 wickets in Game 5 of the 2023 season. With me as always is Ayaz Memon. And Ayaz, one of the most one-sided matches we've seen so far.
1: Yes, and one sided, yes, and unexpectedly so, because uh, one thought that Mumbai on paper certainly looks stronger than Bangalore. And Bangalore's performance, when you look at it historically 15 years, 16 years, no title, yes, a few entries into the playoffs, but not going the whole distance, and missing some key players Josh Hazelwood not there, Maxwell a little uncertain, just recovering from injury, and so on. Uh, so but th- this was a t- terrific performance all all things considered because they bowled extremely well uh, to reduce Mumbai or re- restrict Mumbai to 171. Now when I say restrict, remember Mumbai recovered to 171 mm-hmm. otherwise they were really floundering. And then to reach that target, it seemed at the break when the, when the innings changeover took place that the pressure would be all on Bangalore. But they came out and just kind of... I mean, they, they stormed their way to victory. It was a really authoritative authoritative performance by Faf Duplessis and uh, Virat Kohli and the entire team.
0: It actually really, really was. <laughs> Let me take you all through the game. Once again, the captain winning the toss elected to chase. And Mumbai lost their top three by the sixth over with the score reading 20-for-3. Rohit was out on one, Ishan Kishan on two. Ben and Cameron Green on five. Tilakvarma single-handedly carried the innings and remained unbeaten on 84 to help the team get to 171 for seven. The chase was smooth sailing for ba- uh, Bangalore with Virat and Faf scoring 148. From 89 deliveries together, Virat stayed unbeaten on 82, while FAF caught out on 73. Bangalore won with 22 balls to spare. I ask, historically, I know Mumbai don't win their first game of the season and things have been known to turn their way uh, in past seasons. But the manner of defeat in this match with the batters, apart from Tilak, you know, completely fumbling, their bowlers just managing two wickets, you know, it could totally end up giving the dressing room some bad flashbacks from last year.
1: Yes, that's that's the concern because you, you we all know how bad the last season was for Mumbai. Uh, but they've got, you know, I mean, historically when you look back, they've also got a lot of resilience or shown a lot of resilience in the past. Sometimes losing as many as five, six matches on the trot and then coming back to turn things around and win the title. Now, it's, you know, it seems very easy when you say it, but it gets more and more difficult. So, what All teams want is a good start, which Mumbai haven't got. And they have multiple areas in which they have to kind of focus and, you know, improve, if I might put it that way. Certainly the bowling and before that, certainly the batting. Because if your top guns, the big guns don't fire, then it's too much to leave it only to the tail-enders or the lower middle order. I mean, Rohit, Ishan Kishan, Surya Kumar Yadav, Cameron Green, the new cap, they were all expected to score big. Uh, and the guy who did it for them was Tilak Varma. You know, it just—he looks like a special talent. We saw last season also how how good he was. But I think this this was a, a special knock. And what's a, a you know interesting, Mandra, Look look at all the matches that are being played, or at least three of the four matches. Young Indian batsmen making an immediate impact. Those Rituraj Gaikwad, Yashasvi Jaiswal, and now Tilak Varma. So there's going to be a lot of competition going ahead. In fact, a traffic jam uh, to try and get into the Indian team before the World Cup.
0: My my next question actually was going to be about Tilak, I think, but we've spoken about it. So I'll just move to the one on Cameron Green. Now, you know, the uh, second highest, uh, I think, most expensive, second most expensive player in the 2023 auction bought by Mumbai for 17.5 crore after the terrible season that they had last year where they did finish last. An all-rounder was expected to change things around for the franchise, but, uh, you know, he scored just five runs and picked one for 30. I mean, he did get that big hit, but, you know, also just got two overs to bowl.
1: Yes, disappointing match for him. Certainly not a good start at all. Uh, you know, so much is expected of players like Cameron Green and didn't get going with the bat. I think that was the first kind of a setback for him as personally, because he's primarily a batsman who also bowls rather than the other way around. Yes, he is an all-rounder, but if you have a bad match with the bat, and your team is floundering, and then you have a, just about an opportunity to pick up some early wickets, the pressure's all on you. And as a bowler, he couldn't do much, not till the very end, towards the end when he picked up a wicket. Having said that, Cameron Green, as I keep saying, much like Shubman Gill, I mean, the guy's got a stamp of class. You know, I, I think he'll, he'll have to show the mettle to overcome such setbacks and deliver the goods when they are needed. But he's clearly a cricketer for the future.
0: Uh, Just one more concern for me in the Mumbai lineup. Jofra Archer finally got to see him in the tournament. You know, I mean, there was so much being said about him turning out in Mumbai colours. We knew he wasn't going to play the last season, but Mumbai ended up buying him in the auction anyway for eight crore. Everybody was super excited about you know seeing him and just be Boomra bowl for the same side. Boomra played last season. This year, unfortunately, we know Boomra is not going to be part of the franchise. And he bowled his four overs. I think uh, didn't pick a wicket. Conceded 33 runs. Almost got a wicket. his first delivery when he almost got Virat out, but I mean you know a lot has to be expected. a lot of pressure will be on Jofra if Mumbai Art turn things around from last season.
1: Yes, most certainly, and especially in the absence of Jaspreet Bumrah because he's now looked on as the main wicket taker. He has to bowl well at the start, in the death overs. In fact, whenever he's you know when the ball is tossed to him, he's expected to deliver. Uh, Jofra Archer you know i mean look he's going to feel the burden he's going to feel the pressure there's no doubt about it i think batsmen from all teams are going to ensure that uh, don't give him the wicket easily because if if that happens then he's going to you know the pressure might make him make him bowl well not not in his usual manner now we all know how difficult he is to get away in this match of course they got a lot of runs both faf and and uh, virat against him so yeah, I mean, Mumbai have a lot of problems coming up. You know, I mean, they've, they've got to sort out their bowling. They've got top the top orders looking far more vulnerable than at, at most times that I've seen. So, yeah, I mean, a, a big defeat in the first match. We'll have to wait and see how quickly they recover from here.
0: Okay, so let me just move to Bangalore for a bit and, you know, just the amazing outcome that they had in this match. Virat Kohli unbeaten on 82, fast scoring 73. Maxwell made that 12, but, you know, we do know he's unwell. So, you know, it's only going to get better from here for him. Also, you know, I think they're the first team um, so far this season to not even use an impact player. That is how impactful all the innings of the players in their 11 were, that they didn't even need the 13th player.
1: As it turned out, they didn't need the impact player at all. Because, uh, remember, when Mumbai batted, they were floundering. They were in the doldrums. Still, Tilak Verma, of course, played that magnificent knock. And by the time, you know, Mumbai's recovery started, it was just, I think, a little too late for them to try and impact, impact player as a bowler at that point in time, the last four overs. Because that could have meant giving away the advantage to Mumbai. Mumbai still took advantage. And through Tilak Verma, that's a different story. But... I think that, uh, you know, Bangalore are looking very good at this moment, despite not being at full strength. And that's that's a big plus point. Uh, I, I thought Faf Duplessis played a superb knock. It was a very, kind of a, you know, deliberated, attacking, aggressive knock. And equally impressively was Virat Kohli, playing, playing the foil more sublime compared to, to Faf. Being there, you know, making sure that he runs those singles and threes... Hard or twos and rotating the strike, both both did extremely well. And then when it, when it when it was needed, he unleashed some big strokes of his own. So both these guys scoring so many runs right at the start is such a good sign for any team. When your top order is clicking like this, then a lot of your worries are buried. I think they still have some. You know, Herschel Herschel needs to be bowling a little more, you know, more economically as he is known to do. Mohammad Siraj had one absolutely bizarre over where he kept bowling wide after wide after wide and then conceded a lot of runs but he had bowled very well at the start so they are still trying to sort out their bowling i think maybe uh you know they need an extra spinner maxwell didn't bowl at all in this match so we'll have to wait and see but this is a very fine very you know you have a thumping win like this under your belt and you take the next match full of confidence
0: Yes, and also speaking of confidence, I'll just get my last question in as well. MS Dhoni's Chennai returned to Chepok tomorrow uh, in Monday's night game against Lucknow. Uh, you know, I think I'm just going to be watching that match to see how full the stands are because when they were playing in Ahmedabad, you know, we had so many yellow jerseys. So I, I, I'm I, just waiting to see what it's like to for Chennai to return home.
1: Yeah, I, I think there'll be madness. I think it'll be, I mean, we all know Chennai are... You know, what the kind of loyalty they command everywhere But especially when they are playing at home And also importantly, now that the home and away system is back again uh, We've seen what happened with Bangalore at Chinnaswami Stadium You know, they just looked so much more at home And so much more confident uh, And whether Chennai will do the same playing at the Chepok I think they will But they'll have to, you know, some areas they need to sort out As we, as we know, Ben Stokes needs to do something you know, of of match-winning caliber with the bat or with the ball or taking one of those brilliant catches that he's known to do uh, I also think that Ravindra Jadeja used to kind of step up. Remember against Lucknow, Lucknow looked a very good team uh, in Kyle Myers. They didn't miss Quentin decock a bit mm. because Kyle Myers was there. And, yeah. and you know, and, and then they had Mark Code who bowled, he came in like a tornado, didn't he?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: picked up a five-wicket haul. So uh, yeah, they've got their task cut out Chennai, though they are playing at home.
0: Yep. So let's see what happens in that game. Thank you so much, Ayaz, for taking time out to speak to us.
1: Thank you, Menra. Thank you, as always. Pleasure. Bye-bye.
0: That was today's episode of the T20 Podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Domino's. This is a quint-original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Prateek Lidhu, Anjali Pallod and Kriti Ghai. And a special thanks to our guest, Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.